Welcome to the Faith Mama Mondays podcast. I'm Dominique. I'm Ryan. And I'm Janice. And we're just three mamas who love God. We're not perfect and we mess up. A lot. But we have been called to a mighty work. Motherhood. We're on this journey with you. Yes, it gets messy. There are days you might cry. But we're here to remind you, you are not alone. We're in this together. Faith Mama Mondays is a place where we can connect, laugh, and even cry together. It's a beautiful community. Motherhood brought us together. Christ holds us together. Welcome to Faith Mama Mondays. Hello, Mamas. We are so excited. It is Monday and another episode of Faith Mama Mondays. We're super excited. I'm actually quietly a little bit sad that Love Month is over, but I am beyond thrilled to be talking about our new topic of this month, which is faith. We're going to really dig into uh, the topic of faith with you ladies this month, and I look forward to seeing how God is going to stretch all of us in our faith through this month. So I'm excited. And before we jump into our topic tonight, I want to kick it over to Jernice, and she's going to tell us about the Mom Life Roll Call. Man, so like, I realized in order to have Mom Life Roll Call, you have to have faith, because this does it take faith to be a mother? Oh my gosh. So I'm excited <laughs> to get to start here, right, and talk about our Mom Life Roll Call, for those who are joining us for the first time or may not be familiar with what Mom Life Roll Call is, it's the moment in which we share all of our mom life moments, what it's like being a mother, whether they're moments in which you are crying, screaming, laughing, or just um, taking a brief time out so that you don't turn into the incredible Hulk mama. Um, those moments are things that we and cherish, and we definitely love to share so that we let you know that you're, we're standing with you, you're not alone, and so we come here during this segment to share our war stories. So since we got that out of the way, let's get to the fun part. Who has a story, like, has anyone heard anything from any mamas out in the group by chance? Yes. So oh, yeah. it's awesome. Actually, a ton of moms have been talking about their mom life moments. And it's been difficult to pick just one. So I'm going to pick one that really stood out to me. If you guys have one, feel free to share. So there was a mom, a faith mama. Her name is Desma. And I don't know why this stood out to me. I'm sure a lot of moms have had this experience. So she sent her son to school, and she picks him up, and he has less hair than he came to school with because (laughs) a child has cut his hair. And I was like, what? She put pictures up and everything. And when you were saying, Janice, about turning into the Incredible Hulk, when she shared that, I was like, oh, praise God for Jesus, because that would have been the only thing that kept me. And she was just, and she was sharing it as like a funny story. And I'm over here hyperventilating for her, like, what? So, yes, mom life. Thank you, Desma, for sharing. It really did, you know change my life and make me realize that I may need to spend a little bit of extra time in prayer just in case for that moment my kid comes home with less hair. So, yeah, mom life. Mom life. (laughs) My goodness. Well, I want to share one that uh, from our page also. Um, Shout out to our faith mama, Shannon. Um, She shared one that I I was reading the, the mom life moments and I was like drinking a glass of water and when I read hers, I literally almost choked on my water um, because I thought it was so funny. So she shared um, on our page that she was driving 
her normal commute to work um, and, you know, dropping off her son at daycare and then heading to work. So she, she wrote, she started driving, she just got really lost in her thoughts, and so she gets on the on-ramp to go to work, and she realized that her son was still in the backseat of her car. <laughs> oh, that is some true mom life. That is. It's it so is. true. Man, I think about, I don't know if you guys heard about this story a while ago. So it might sound crazy, but I, I promise I have a point. It kind of links to Shannon's mom life moment. So there was this mom. She had like seven kids, y'all. She had like seven kids. And mm-hmm. she went to the grocery store. First of all, she's a mom trooper because she went to the grocery store with all seven of them jokers. She went to the grocery store with them. And then <laughs> she put all of her groceries and her kids in the car, but she forgot one. And oh. <laughs> so she drove out. And she came back to get her kids, like, frantically. And, of course, there's police and everything. And people are talking about her, like, how could you? And I'm like, look, sometimes, you know, right, she has seven kids. Like, help a sister out. Cover a sister with love, like you talked about, Janice. Like, it's like, man, all it takes is to get lost in thought or, you know, lost in the fact that you have 50 bajillion kids. And, you know. Things happen, but praise God for God, because he'd be covering it. And uh, I just, I think it's, I think it's actually funny, only because God continues to cover us and make sure that everything works out, um, and it's awesome. But it's like hilarious. Mom life is really, really funny. Really, it is. And I mean, with seven kids, I probably would have double counted somebody. I probably would have thrown it Right. I mean, come on, one kid in the grocery store. Me taking London to the grocery store is like, y'all, I'm strategic. I'm like, okay, we work the store from the right to the left. When we're done, we're out. Like, I'm zooming right. past in caps because I'm not trying to add anything extra in there. Like, it's nonstop. It's like a race through the grocery store because, I mean, it's just one. With seven, mm-hmm. I mean, I, God bless her. We need to give right. mom a little more grace. Good grief. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm sure, like, I just have to say, I'm sure that somebody – knew that that mama struggled. Come on, she had seven kids in a grocery store. I have my three sons in the grocery store, and I, maybe she's, like, super organized. I don't know. But I have my three sons in the grocery store, and I'm like, I don't know. One has to walk because they can't all fit in the cart, and, and one is, like, in the back of the cart trying to eat the apples that I just put in. And I'm like, stop eating apples. And oh my, like, man, seven kids, I, was, I commend her. Yeah, me too. I was just thinking the logistics of that. Like, how does start and, like, put like three kids in one car, four kids in another, who walks, like who steers the car. <laughs> Ooh, that's strategy. That's yeah, it's strategy. And it's my wife and so we're not perfect. <laughs> we yeah. make mistakes. And I mean it's not like she purposely left the child. They were reunited. Right. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. And it's celebrate the celebrate the victories. I mean, she left with six of them. Hey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> like that is an awesome feat. That I'm is afraid. six and the groceries. She got the groceries and the gro- <laughs> right. Mom life, man. Mom <laughs> definitely life. mom life. My goodness. Gracious. So do we have any more? I'm look. I'm sitting here. We're talking. I'm trying to think of one because you know it happened. Every day is a moment. You try to figure mm-hmm. out which one am I going to tell? Right. <laughs> right. Well, I have one from my personal mom life. Um, so we have actually an extended stay guest with us, uh, a little guy that's been staying with us, and he, he'll he be staying with us for a while, actually. 
And um, it's been awesome. It's been interesting and awesome at the same time. Um, but I have to shout out my kids. Like, I know I'm always telling about their poop stories or their crazy things, but I have to shout them out because anytime someone comes in our home, and we often have people in our home that live with us for extended periods of time, and this is just something God has called us to, but our kids are the most flexible, loving kids that I've just ever met. Like, they get so excited when someone new is living there. They're like, oh, we get to see them every morning, and they wake up excited, like, they're still here. This is awesome. And I'm like, God, I just had to thank you for my children because Aww, it could be stressful, awesome. you know. Yeah. It could be stressful for them, but God has, has pretty much equipped them for this. And so I just I just got to shout, shout out these little guys because they really are, like, Another child living in the home, you know, you're thinking, you know, it's taking away attention from them or whatever. But, no, for them, it's just like another brother. So oh, it's just pretty that's awesome. Wonderful. That is awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. So, oh, that warms my heart. That is so awesome. Yay. Mom life. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a quick personal one, too. Um, it's, it's, it's more, yeah, this is mom life for real. So, Last week, my work week was, like, really out of the ordinary. I had to commute um, on the train to D.C. every day. And so our kind of routine and schedule, normal schedule, was, like, all out of sorts. So Friday, I took the train home, and um, my husband had to pick up the kids because uh, it was our weekend with our son, Jaden. So he went to pick him up, and he went to pick Brooklyn up. So I, I got home first, and there was nobody at home, like, just me <laughs> and I was like oh gosh what do I do like my first thought is I need to like get this house cleaned up and you know get everything together and get dinner made before the kids come home and this that and the third and then my husband called and he was like oh you're home already he was like so what are you going to do I was like well I think I should clean up a little bit he was like no you should probably just like take an hour and like just relax and just like have a moment to yourself and I was like you know what I should do that. <laughs> and so that is exactly what I did. I just took an hour to myself before everybody got home and like the house was quiet. I lit a candle and just like chilled out by myself for a moment. And I felt like it's a true mom life moment because like when you're by yourself, you like you don't really know what to do because you feel like as a mom you have to be doing something and doing nothing is is really difficult sometimes. So yeah. That's good. Mom life. Mom life and self-care. I love it. All righty, all righty. Well, it is time to dig into our topic for the month, and I am so excited because this is Faith Month and because we are Faith Mamas. So I kind of feel like this is our month, y'all. Um, so I'm just really excited uh, to be talking about faith with you guys. So I'm really just going to go ahead and start the conversation, jump right into the scriptures, um, and we're going to go to Hebrews 11 and verse 1. And a lot of people have probably read this, but we are going to dig into this one little sentence, and we're going to really understand what is faith. So I'm going to go ahead and read it, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. And it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And I'll read it again, Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What are you all's reflections and thoughts when you hear that scripture? You know, for the longest time when I heard that scripture, I, I always had to read it 25 times. 
because I was like, what is it? Let's say that in English. Like, what is it? What is that we're trying to say here? And so I actually broke it down this morning some, and I broke it down to you, and I kind of replaced some words. So this is kind of my, my breakdown, so no one quote it because I'm not necessarily seeing correct. But I replaced it say it. Now, faith is knowing, being settled, being convinced that something will happen because I'm expecting it to, so much so that what I don't see in the natural is already there in the spiritual, and it's going to cross over. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like what, I, um, what I'm going to see I know what's going to happen. Like, for instance, you know, I just know when I walk outside, I'm going to step out on the grass because it's just I am. I don't have a doubt about it. So I'm going to walk outside. I'm not worried about falling in the thin air, you know. So it's kind of just like you know what's going to happen. And so when I hear that, it's just this, this confidence that I might not see it yet, but it's, this is something that has already been settled and it's going to happen. So, Janice, you just said a word. So I'm reading from the NIV, the um, New International Version, and the word that you just said is the word that I I zeroed in on as we started reading, uh, breaking that scripture down. And um, the NIV version says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And that word confidence communicates the expectation like yes I know for sure I know that I know that I know this is gonna happen um I think that word confidence for me is what is was really the underlying tone of of what faith is is that like the expectation that this is gonna happen this is so good and it's so funny that it's like a one-liner and like you dig in and you dig in and you get all this meat out of it and so I'm going to kind of do a similar thing that you guys did, which is, like, kind of replace some words. Um, I was looking in the Strong's Concordance and kind of seeing, okay, God, what is this? What is – how are you trying to unveil this to us? And so I'm going to read it. I just typed it here. So it says, now faith is the confidence in things expected and the proof of things not seen. So faith is the confidence in things expected and the proof of things not seen. And when I started reading that back after I, you know, replaced in the Strong's Concordance, it gives you like a couple different words for one word um, because the, the language was so vast. Sometimes it's hard to capture it in English. But when I read it, I realized something that I never thought of before, and that is that faith is a posture and not a mindset. Mm-hmm. And Like, if you look at it, the thing that's a mindset is your hope or your expectation. That's your mindset. That's your state of mind. And we talked about hope um, a couple of months ago where we talked about hope being pretty much like this vision or picture that God has given you and your willingness to hold on to that picture. So it's saying that faith is actually the posture you take after you have something you expect. And through faith, it's going to prove the things that no one else can see but you it's going to prove that they exist. And so I begin to realize that faith is a stance. Whenever you think of people being confident, there's like a, for lack of a better term, there's like kind of like a swag that goes along with confidence. Like you can tell when someone is confident. They walk a certain way. They don't walk like things are falling apart. They walk as if they know that everything is fine. And what God was showing me is that faith is actually 
a posture, and we've been thinking about it like it's a mindset. We've been trying to condition our minds to faith, and God's like, no, no, no. You condition your mind to hope, but you need to condition your body to faith. And I was just like, what? I like how you said it's a posture, and that does make sense because you're, you're, you're taking an action. You're doing something. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, faith requires you to do something. So, you know, I'll use an example. Like, you know, if they call for rain and it's not raining, but you see the clouds, you believe it's going to rain, most of us will walk around with an umbrella. Why? Because the rain is coming. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't see it yet, but it's coming. You know, so I'm, I'm positioned with my umbrella and I'm ready to cover myself. But I, I, it makes sense. Like, I mean, just hearing that, I never thought about it like that. But faith is actually you doing something because, if I'm not mistaken, there's another scripture that says faith without works is dead. And I believe when you mm-hmm. look at the works part, just hearing that, meaning I have to be, I, I'm doing something. There's something I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be doing. Like, I love that. It's a posture. It's a certain position I'm supposed to be holding because I have an expectation. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. So one of the big things that I've been thinking about is with this concept of faith being a posture, and if we begin to talk about faith being a posture, then let's just kind of talk about some instances and what faith would look like in these in these instances. So, for instance, you got uh, let's go let's go Bible first. So let's talk about Peter, right? You got Peter who sees God, who sees Jesus on a wa- on the water, and Jesus is walking on the water. And Peter says, hey, Jesus, if it's you, tell me to come out there. Jesus says, come, right? And now Peter is filled with the hope. Once Jesus said that word, Peter is filled with the hope that he has the ability to do what Jesus is doing in that very moment. Like, he is filled with the hope. And then when he steps out on the water, his faith is now activated. Because what faith is, is it's the posture you take after you accept the hope that that Jesus gave you. Mm. And so as he's walking on the water, he's now taking a faith posture because he's like, he's locked and loaded in on hope. And it's so interesting. And then, you know, we know the story that he he takes his eyes off of Jesus. So the first thing that goes is his hope. Like the first thing that goes is that hope that Jesus gave him. Once the hope goes, the faith can't live. So the faith has to have hope attached to it, or it can't survive. And so once the hope left, he began to sink because his faith didn't have anything to attach itself to. And so that's one of the things that God's been showing me about this concept of this posture concept. So my question to you ladies is that is there any ever anywhere in your life where as you're reflecting you think, man, did I really take a posture of faith or did I take a posture of fear? Did I take a posture of worry? Are there any areas of your life where you recognize that you didn't quite take a posture of faith, and what was the end result of that? I think for me, so I I moved around a lot. Like I've I've lived in a couple of major metropolitan cities, and the first time I ever moved, um, it was from Virginia to L.A. And I knew literally one person uh, who happened to be my boss, um, who is awesome. She's great. I love her. Uh, but that was the only person that I knew. And I thought that I was taking, like, a leap of faith in terms of, like, I'm going to go out here. I'm going to start my career. This is going to be awesome and great. And I'm going to live this West Coast life and have new experiences. And 
now looking back, as I haven't, I lived there over like eight years ago. Looking back, I realized that I was running from something, and I mm. necessarily it wasn't necessarily space that moved me um, to like pick up and leave everything that I knew and start a life on the West Coast. It definitely wasn't faith. At the time, I thought it was. I was 20-something and literally just graduated college. Um, but, yeah, now, now now, understanding what the scripture says, how faith is um, a posture, um, yeah, I, I think then I operated more so maybe out of, out of fear. And, you know, Ryan, along with what you're saying, I was thinking about it. I don't have a specific example, but I can tell you how I typically operate that is until now that we're having this conversation about faith. Um, I typically operate in a zone in which I can achieve it, okay? So I, I aim for things that are achievable because of the fear of failure, the fear of getting it wrong. And then turn around when it works, it says, you know, I'll say something like, oh, man, see, God is good. You know, all you got to do is have faith. But that mm-hmm. wasn't faith because I really didn't aim for anything outside of the norm that I hadn't proven that I could achieve, that I know I could achieve. You know, it was never a stretch. Mm-hmm. And so I never really had to step out there and truly say I'm totally leaning on God because what I've learned about myself is that I'm more of a like, hey, let me play it safe because so, I kind of know my limits and I know how far I can go and I kind of know how much I can push myself to make something happen. But mm-hmm. this right here, what I realized, again, after studying some this morning is God is like, I'm not asking you to have a position or a posture, like you're saying, for something you feel you can do. Mm -hmm. I didn't ask you to do that. You know, this is about me, you know, meeting you and and, and helping you in places that you can't. It's supernatural. You're involved, but it's a supernatural place that, that we're going, what's about to happen. It's not something that in your natural strength. You can achieve, and it's not to say that we're weak or that we're, you know, whatever. It's good because God is like, let me come show up and show you mightily what I can do. But you have to, like you said, have a position. Um, you have to have the hope so he ignites that in us because it's, it's a partnership when it comes to faith. It's a partnership, and I realize that. So listen to what you're saying. I realize, man, I've used the term hope very loosely. I mean, sorry, faith very loosely, but I haven't. I wasn't exercising it because there were achievable things I could do. Wow. Man, I have to, whoo, this is so good. I have to be transparent. Faith has been an area of my life, an area of my walk where God continues to challenge me. Just like you were saying, Janice, like I would say, oh, yeah, by faith this happened, but I would stay like in my little bubble of confidence um, like that I could, that I could do it. And one of the things that God has been showing me is that if you want to know if it's, if it's real faith, find out what it's rooted in. Because mm-hmm. faith will be rooted in hope, which is a, a picture, a vision, an expectation of something that God said, whether you got it in prayer or wherever it came from, through the word of God or whatever, something that God said that's now moving you. So faith is rooted in something that God says and it's now moving you. And I look at, like, for instance, I'll be really transparent. Um, I look at even with faith mamas. I can, there have been instances with faith mamas where I'm like, okay, I'm only going to do this much or only going to do this, God, because I know that this is something I can be successful at. And each time God's like, that's not what I said. 
if you really want to operate in faith, you need to do exactly what I said. And you need to believe in what I'm showing you enough to bring it to pass. God is like, I am literally holding something right now in the supernatural that I want to put in your hands so that you can bring it into the natural. And it's like, you know, we have to grab hold of the picture before anyone else can. And we have to kind of find out, is our faith rooted in that hope? Is it rooted in that word of word from God? And has that word from God become alive in us so much so that it's now become an expectation? And now does that expectation have legs, which is faith, and we're walking out that expectation in our lives? Like, for instance, if God told you, you know, you have this business, you know, and he said, this is your business, and I'm going to reach people through this business. And he wants you to grab it and expect it. And once you do, you begin walking like it. You begin carving out time intentionally to work on that business. You stop saying things like, I'm too busy, because you start realizing, oh, my gosh, God has supplied the time. I'm going to begin to walk in this thing. And as we walk and as we move and as we make decisions, like there may be times where, you know, friends want you to go out and do stuff, but faith won't let you because it's rooted in that expectation and you're like, no, actually I have to do this because this is, this is what I'm doing. And it's just so interesting because God is just like, faith are these steps that you take even when people think you're crazy. Even when, like, if God said you're going to write a book and every day you carve out an hour and you're writing something and people call you like, hey, can you go here? And you're like, no, I'm writing my book. And they're like, girl, please, whatever, girl, you're writing a book. And faith is those steps that you're taking every day because you believe and you expect that God is going to do exactly what he showed you. And I don't know why. It's just becoming so real to me right now. Yeah, that is so good. You know, so God is so awesome. So um, my pastor this morning preached on this very topic that we're talking about. And I wanted to share a piece of a, a, a scripture that uh, he spoke on this morning because it's exactly related to what um, the experiences that you, uh, Dominique and Janice, were saying is how you oftentimes will operate within your comfort zone knowing that, yes, I can, I can do this. But if we really truly are operating and walking in a posture of faith, we know that that can only come of God. And God's word says so. So um, I just want to reference Ephesians 2.8. And it says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. And, like, as you, were sa- as you guys were sharing your experiences, that scripture just, like, flooded into my brain because it's so true, right? Like, we think that um, – because of the the work that we do that, you know, we deserve the accolades and the praise and, like, yes, good job, you, you set an achievable goal and you made it, like, that's awesome. But when we're really, really, truly walking in faith, we're putting all of our trust in God, knowing that, you know, this is a little bit outside of my comfort zone or way outside of my comfort zone, God, and I really don't know how this is going to get done, but I'm going to give it to you, Lord, and I, I know you got it. And um, so, yeah, I, I just, I really, truly love that. And an, an example of what I, I've seen of that, and 
I would definitely say I am being stretched in my faith, um, my faith walk. But we have a, a family um, contracting business, and um, my mother-in-law, she has such an amazing uh, posture of faith in her walk. And so at the beginning of or December, she told me that she was going to buy a suit for my husband and a suit for my sister-in-law because God had placed it on her heart that they were going to come over and be able to, we were going to win a contract, they were going to be able to come over, and we were going to be able to bring them on to the family business. And sure enough, she bought those suits for Christmas, and three days before Christmas, we won a contract that we were able to bring Mm. them over to the company. And yeah. it's, just, it's like that little tiny dim, it's like God told her to buy, buy, buy the kids' suit, buy them a suit. And she obeyed. She did it. And three days before Christmas, we got the contract to bring them over. And, like, the way she activates faith in her life, like, as we're having this conversation, that example came to my mind because it really truly is um, an action. Wow. Man, that is and so And it's an act of obedience. That, you said that word, that O word. It's an act of obedience to God. Mm. Like mm. that right there. And it's I'm so glad you said that scripture, Ryan, because I was um again meditating on all this this morning and God was showing me, you know, we all have a measure of faith. So for anyone who says, I don't have faith, yes you do. You came with it when you were born because we're made in the image of God and so He gave you some. But what happens is sometimes it lies dormant and it has to be activated. So it's there. But stuff happens in life, you know, circumstances happen that kind of might quiet it down or cause you to not step out there because, man, if you ever, <laughs> when we once we start walking in faith, what can we do? Like, we can do anything. That's what the word tells us, right? So mm-hmm. I'm listening to what you're saying, and obedience is what is like that word that just stood out because it's a, it's a call and response, right? So it's kind of like God is like, I'm going to call on that thing I put in you because I put faith in you. I'm going to call out to it, and if you obey, I'm going to show you exactly what I can do. Ooh. It's a Ooh. call and response, and I'm so excited. I'm glad you said that. Like that was like, I needed to hear that because sometimes you're like, I'm not going to do that. That's going to look crazy. It might. But if he mm. called you and told you to do it, you're, you respond and just let him do the He'll handle, like, the other stuff. I needed to hear that. That was awesome. That was good. And, Uh you know, I'm so glad that you mentioned faith and crazy in the same sentence because a lot of the things, if we're honest, like, if we look at Hebrews chapter 11, the whole chapter, people call it the hall of faith. And it's literally a, a just people that have taken this posture of faith. And literally you can look at faith. You can look at it. Like, just like with Ryan and her mother-in-law, like, buying those suits, it's like, no, I'm taking a posture. This is happening. God put this hope and this expectation in me for a reason. I'm going to buy the suits. Why? Because it's not, for everybody else, it may be that it's not here yet, but for me, it's here already because mm-hmm. God put it in me. And I'm reminded of another faith mama. I remember Shannon. Uh, we interviewed her some time ago, a busy mom. She lived in Boston. God told her to move to Maryland. She did not have a job or anything in Maryland. She went for job interview after job interview. They would fly her out, and they wouldn't give her jobs. And then eventually she said, you know what? God told me that I am going to live in Maryland, so let me start moving boxes down. So it's like let me not just wait on when it looks like it's all going to work. Let me trust God and start moving boxes down. You know, within a week she had a job. It was like that. 
that posture that you take unlocks. Like, think about it. Even if you look at all the stories that are listed in Hebrews, look at Cain and Abel, and it talks about how Abel, the difference between Cain and Abel's offering is that Abel gave before he knew he had anything left, before he knew that it was going to be all right. He gave first, and he believed God for everything else. Cain, he looked at everything. He was like, mm, let me see, do I have enough? Okay, okay. And it says in the process of time, then he gave something. It's like after he examined and made sure everything was perfect, then he gave. That's not, that's not faith. That's not faith. That is what I do sometimes, which is just making sure that I can do it within my power. But like you said, faith looks crazy. Faith is buying suits when, when you haven't won the contract yet because you know that you won the contract already before anybody else is. It's almost like getting a newspaper for tomorrow that no one else has. Like you've already read the mm-hmm. newspaper and you're good. Like you know what's going to happen. <laughs> so. That's so good. Mm-hmm. And go back to trusting God, you know, because that's the thing he was getting on me about. He's like, you got to trust me. So if you trust me and you know me. You know, and it, 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 we'll learn that we're going to talk about this. I'm so excited we're talking about faith. I wish we had, like, eight weeks on faith because, you know, we're <laughs> going to talk about how we build it, right? We know it comes from hearing the word of God. And so he's like, look, you dig in here and you get to know me and you trust me, then that means if I tell you I'm going to do it, that's the one person you can count on. If he tells you it's going to happen, I don't care what anyone says, it's going to happen. It has to. Like, God does mm-hmm. not lie. So it's going to happen if he told you something, it's going to happen. So I don't know who is for, who's listening, but mama, if he told you you're going to have a baby, go on out there. You can buy neutral colors unless he told you if it's a boy or girl. And go on and buy the first outfit. Go ahead. Buy your face outfit for your baby. Go ahead and start your registry. That way, by the time it all happens, you don't even have to think about it because it's already you got everything lined up. Just go ahead and do it because if he said he's going to do it, I I believe this. The one who knows how to open up wounds, the same one how he can make us. I'm sure he can open up the womb of a woman, you know, if he needs mm-hmm. to. He's done it before um, to make sure it happens. So go about an outfit. About an outfit. You know, choose your colors and nursery gear and all that fun stuff and and also prepare because we also want you to share your mom life moment so go on and think of one it's coming amen oh man you know i know that we have to close and that's so funny that you mentioned that because that is a challenge that god has put on my heart which is okay i've given you something i've given you a word now i want you to make a faith step and that is our challenge this week. What word has God given you? If it's like what Janice said, if you're a mom listening and God says you will have a baby, you are going to have a baby. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what the doctors say. It doesn't matter. God gave you words that you're going to have a baby. Just like Janice said, go ahead and buy that safe outfit for your baby. Go ahead. Go buy it. And the same thing, if God told you that you're going to write a book, go ahead and put it on your calendar today. I'm going to work on my first page at such and such time. Like, put it on there and walk it out. Sit at your computer and begin typing. Like, make those faith steps. If God said, you're going to get a job in California and you currently live in Wisconsin, I don't know, then go ahead and start packing a box, a box, and make that faith step and believe and trust God. And the awesome thing, we look at Peter, we look at all these people 
And when God gave a word, what he was expecting, when Jesus said, come, to Peter, when he gave that word, he was expecting Peter to step out the boat. So it's now time for us to start stepping out the boat. Just one, just one step, just mm-hmm. one step that may look crazy to everybody else, uh, but you're making it for God, not for anyone else. You're making it as a declaration and it's showing to God, God, you told me this, I believe you, I trust you, and I'm out here, I'm stepping out of the boat today. So ooh, ooh, what do you guys good. think about that challenge? I'm ready. I'm let's go. Like, I feel, if, I, go. if it was open tonight, I would go. I know. <laughs> I know that's right. But also, moms, if you, if you have a faith step, please feel free to share it with us. We're going to share ours. Um, and you don't have to go into detail, even if you just said, I made my faith step today, so that we can celebrate with you and just celebrate what God is doing, to make that one step. Faith is a posture. It's a step-by-step walking out of whatever it is that God said. And the mindset piece is hope. We've got that. We we covered hope. Like, we know what God said. We've grabbed hold of that thing. And now God is saying, okay, you trust, you, you got my word, you grabbed hold of my word, now it's time to step out of the boat. So I'm excited to hear what everybody is going to be saying and their faith steps and all that goodness. Oh, I'm so excited. And I know we got to go. I could talk about faith all day. I feel like it's our month, Faith Mamas. Like, this is our month. Guys, doing oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's not called faith, faith Month for Faith Mamas for nothing. There's something brewing. So I'm excited. Uh, but I'm going to ask Ryan, can you pray us out today? Of course. Father God, I just thank you so much, Lord, for this opportunity to come to you. Lord God, I thank you so much, Lord, for the word that you put forth through us, Lord God. I thank you, Father, for all of the moms listening to this podcast, Lord God, and I pray, Lord, that this will touch their heart, Lord God, in only the ways that you know, Father God. I pray, Father God, for boldness in the Faith Mama community, Lord God, boldness to be able to walk and activate the faith, activate the hope you have placed inside of them, Lord God. Um, I pray, Lord God, that you would just, whatever word you have given each of the mamas in our community, Lord God, that you give them the boldness and the courage to just activate that faith and to walk right next to you, Father God, knowing and expecting that you are going to do whatever it is that you said you were going to do because you are God, and you don't need our help at being God, and I thank you so much for just being God, Lord. I thank you for just being so awesome and so good to us, Lord God, and it's just so amazing that you do not need our help. So many times we get in the way and set goals for ourselves and achievements that we know we can do, but you really want to stretch us this month in talking about faith so that we have no other choice but to depend on you, Father. And so I just thank you, Lord God. I just ask that you be with all of the moms who uh, walk in boldness this week to activate the faith that you have placed inside of them, Lord God. It is in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 And usually we don't say anything after the prayer, but I'm going to say one thing. If you have been listening to this podcast and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and it's been tugging on your heart, and it's just been, you just know that something is different, something's brewing, I encourage you to take a faith step today. 
and accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. You may be asking, how do I do that? I want to direct you to Romans chapter 10, verse 9. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 is all you need to know. Um, Read that. You can Google it. But make your faith step today and accept Jesus Christ because he's waiting. 